Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Timonini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. On today's episode, we have audio from the post-game press conference following Ohio State's 42-35 victory over Indiana this past Saturday. You will hear from OSU quarterback Justin Fields, defensive tackle Tommy Togiai, cornerback Sean Wade, head coach Ryan Day, running back Master Teague, and linebacker Baron Browning. Now, if you're finding this episode on the website LandGrantHolyLand.com, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are releasing a different podcast episode Monday through Sunday every day of the Ohio State college football season, and they will have vastly different voices, perspectives, and focuses. I guarantee you that there is no Ohio State podcast feed quite like ours. Okay, with all of that out of the way, here's OSU quarterback Justin Fields. Yes, sir. Justin, uh, congrats. Um, how do you think you played? A lot of, lot of good, some bad. Uh, can you rate your performance for us? I didn't play well at all. Um, I have to improve. I have to get better. And I think that's all I really have to say. So, yeah. All right, we'll go next to Bill Rabinowitz from the Columbus Dispatch. Bill. Yes, Justin. Uh, obviously, the interceptions are uncharacteristic of you. Can you kind of explain what happened there? Yeah, the first one. Started on two high, they rolled down to one high. Uh, the, the, we, I, th- I tried to throw. Wait, what? Uh, started too high, rolled down to one high. Uh, we had a seamer dig, you know, and I tried to fit in the seam, and that's not the read, so I just got the read wrong. Um, it's more of a, you know, uh, quarters look, but um, too high look. But I, I threw it to the seam when I clearly was supposed to throw it to the dig, so that's on me. The second one, I tried to throw it away, but um, got batted down. Came up short before the sideline. And then the third one, I just tried to force it in there. I was trying to do too much. I saw Julian across the middle, and um, I thought he was going to sit there for me. And I guess the ball settled on me when I got tackled. So um, I just have to improve on that and you know, continue to get better. All right, we'll go next to Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. Nathan? Nathan? Yes. Sorry about that. Uh, Justin, you had said earlier this week that you know, team, when you saw it on film, quarterbacks would get flustered against IU, kind of led them to kind of panicking, making bad decisions. Did you feel yourself doing some of those same things today just because of the, the pressure they brought from so many different angles? I mean, of course I made bad decisions. I, I ended up with three picks, but I mean, we got the dub at the end of the day. That's all that matters. I'm just glad we got the dub before now. So um, I'm just going to go in and watch film tomorrow and uh, continue to get better. All right, next up we'll go to Austin Ward, Letterman Row. Austin? Justin, there's just this this sense that you guys go through stretches where you're absolutely dominant and then haven't played that full game. What what kind of happens there, do you think, where uh, when you guys uh, slack off a little bit? I'm not sure what happens, but, uh, you know, Coach Day was just talking about it to us in the locker room, and we just have to start finishing teams. I mean, we get up on teams, and we just have to keep the foot on the pedal and, you know, finish them. So we're going to uh, work, work on it at practice. I don't know how... Um, we do that. We just got to, you know, just, just have focus the, the entire game. So I think that's what we have to do. That's what we have to focus on. And like I said before, like I'm going to keep saying, we have to continue to get better each and every day at practice. All right, next up, Bill Landis from The Athletic. Bill? Justin, you guys have been so good all year on those kind of downfield play action passes. Clearly, that those were hard to, to get off um, today. Did, did you think you guys were trying to do them too much? Could you maybe go into a little more quick game to try to get the passing game going a little better? Um. I mean, Coach Day's a head coach. I just go out there on the plays, to be honest. I'm not going to have an opinion 
um, on the kind of plays we run. I'm just going to run the plays to the best of my ability and uh, try to make the best I can out of it. All right, Patrick Murphy, 247 Sports. Patrick. Justin, positive you guys got the running game really going today, uh, especially with Master. How important was that given your struggle specifically? Yeah, I mean, uh, when I'm not, you know, picking up the offense, uh, other players have to pick me up. So I think Master, Trey, and uh, those those other, other running backs did a great job out there. And, you know, they were just running north and south, being physical with the other team. So uh, they, they helped me out a lot, and, and they helped the team out a lot. So I'm proud of those guys. And the last question for Justin will go to Doug Lamarice, Cleveland.com. Justin, can you just take us through the fourth down play at the end where you were uh, out there on the edge and tried to get it to Farrell there? Uh, what do you mean take you through it? Like, just... what, 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 why do you think you guys went with that play call and, and did you think you had something working there and why did it maybe not work out? Uh, I think they covered it pretty well. Um, I don't know if they were looking for it. I don't know if they were prepared for the naked, but um, we, we basically ran a, you know, a, a bootleg play and everybody was covered. And then Luke's guy fell off on me at the last minute, so I tried to get it to him, and then the pass was just off the mark. So that's, that's kind of how it happened. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. All right, Justin, thank you very much. Next up is Ohio State defensive tackle Tommy Togiai. All right, Tommy, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we will start with Spencer Holbrook from Leonard Monroe. Spencer? Tommy, what was it about Penix that, that you guys had trouble getting pressure on him? I know that, that he's got a, a pretty quick release, but, but it seemed like every time uh, you guys did get to him, he was still getting the ball off. What did he do effectively that, that kind of threw you guys off the pass rush? Yeah, I mean, I think we had a good day, especially D-line getting to him. It was just, yeah, he's still just getting the ball off. I know he has that quick release, this throwing for him. So I think it was just that quick release. He was still just getting it off, even though we was getting back there. So I think it was just a quick release that he has. All right, we'll go next to Stephen Means, Cleveland.com. Stephen? So, Tommy, kind of to that point, how can you guys – I know if, you're not going to get a sack every time if you go back there, but how can you guys kind of look at this day as a positive when he is able to get the ball off still, even you know, if, it's not, if his percentages are still down? Yeah, I think we. I mean, I think we could do a better job. Probably, I know we was still getting pressure on him, even though he was still throwing it up and getting completed passes. But I mean, I think we could maybe try to get a better job, just getting there faster. I think the last couple drives, it was it was getting after him a little bit. So I think we need to try to replicate that and start doing more of that. All right, we'll go next to Dan Hope from Eleven Warriors. Dan, hi Tommy. This is you know, three games in a row now that it seems like opponents have started moving the ball on you guys a lot better in the second half. What do you think is happening that you guys aren't able to sustain what you're doing in the first half and the second half? Uh, I think I don't think there's a different change. I think we just gave up big plays more in the second half than we did in the first half. Uh, they got a couple long passes in the second half that we need to get better at, get some more pressure and get the guys covered and get them on the ground. I think tackling too, we missed some tackles that are crucial in the second half. I don't think we had the same mindset we did in the first half. It was just some big plays they got that we need to we need to cut out. All right, we'll go next to Tim May from Letterman Row. Tim, yeah, Tommy, uh, this was billed as the Big Ten East showdown, maybe the Big Ten showdown. Did it feel like that as you as you're walking off the field today? Do you feel like you might have gone get against maybe the 
second best team in the league. What's what's the feeling? I mean, it's always good when you get a win. It's hard to hard to win in the Big Ten, and always hard to just get a win in general. So I mean, we're gonna celebrate it tomorrow and today, and then look on to Illinois. All right, next up, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Bill? Yeah, Tommy. Um, just talk about, if you could just kind of talk about the mindset on defense, especially after uh, the incompletion on fourth down when they got the ball about four minutes to go. What was what was said in the defensive puddle? How would you guys respond? I mean, that's, always, that's a defense's dream right there. You go out there, win the game, uh, sack or anything, play big play, so the defense – that's the kind of the moments you live for, and I was uh, able to rise to the occasion. All right, next we'll go to Austin Ward from Leonard Monroe. Austin? Tommy, to, to follow up on that, like what kind of conversations were you guys having as a defense like after a big play or, or before that, that key drive in the fourth quarter? Wait, are you talking about? Yeah, it's like the conversations for you guys when it felt like maybe it was, it was getting away from you a little bit. I mean, we know what we have on our defense. We just kind of looked at each other in the eye like we need to cut out them big plays, like I said earlier. We need to cut those out because those are the only way they was really scoring. They didn't sustain the drive. They was really just getting the big plays on us. And then we, the big chunk of yards was hurting us. So we just we looked at each other in the eye and need to cut the big plays out and just make them, make them be one-dimensional like we did. Like they were starting to throw a lot, and we need to cut the big plays out. All right, and last question for Tommy. We'll go to um, Brendan Gulick, Buckeyes Now, Sports Illustrated. Brendan? Hey, Tommy, it, it's uh, kind of felt like the last couple of home games now that, that you guys have maybe had some uh, some of your resiliency tested a little bit in the second half, both with Rutgers and, and now today. Can you talk a little bit about how you guys are trying to just kind of hit the reset button when things start to unravel a little bit so that you have been able to pull out both these games? Yeah, the biggest thing for us is we never panic. You know, if they score some points, touchdowns, they're going to score, and we just got to come back different, have a be better the next drive. We can't we can't worry about, oh, they just keep scoring, they keep scoring. We got to play each play like it's going to be our last play. We got to uh, move on and keep doing what we're doing. We can't panic when they, like, score, consecutive scores. We got to keep playing. All right, Tommy, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Next to the virtual podium is cornerback Sean Wade. Thank you very much for joining us, Sean. We will uh, start the questioning with Tony Gerdeman, Buckeye Scoop. Tony. Sean, I know you cornerbacks are supposed to have no memory, but how was that, how was that uh, today when you guys kept getting attacked and you gave up some big plays? How do you, how do you keep from just having any bad momentum? Uh, it's a thing that Coach Cohn teaches us. He got like on the board, it's like snapping clear. So whatever happens in that play, you just snap and clear, go to the next play for real. That's how, that's how we take it. That's the mentality we take. All right, next question, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Bill? Yeah, Sean, could you kind of, first of all, walk us through the uh, pick six and also uh, just what happened, especially with the secondary in the second half? Um, The pick six, I just, watching film, knew it was coming. Um, They, they run outside of that bunch, so I knew it was coming. And then the second half, it's not even just – the, the secondary is the whole defense and the whole offense. I feel like in the second half, I don't know what it is, but we have, we have to figure it out, especially in, in, in big games with competition, just like we play right now. You can't be giving up points like that in the second half and not scoring in the second half. So. All right, we'll go to Dan Hope from 11 Warriors. Dan. 
Yeah, Sean, what do you think is wrong with the pass defense right now that's allowing teams to make as many big plays as they are? Mm, have to go back and really watch the film. Um, like I said, they got great receivers over there. We had good DBs. At the end of the day, we, we, they made their plays, we made our plays, um, and that, that's just how it goes. All right, we've got time for two more with Sean, and then we're going to bring up Coach Day. Uh, first one to Clay Halt, WSYX. Clay. Hey, Sean, congratulations. Uh, how many times on those big plays do you tip your cap to IU, and then the others you say, that's a bust, we, that's our bad, that's on us? Um, how many <clears throat> Break that down for me. Yeah, we had a we had a couple of blown coverages. Um, the one with ten outside that was a blown coverage. Um, it's a couple of, we just have blown coverages, and sometimes they just make a play. That's a part that's part of playing football. Receivers gonna make plays. DBs gonna make plays. So. And last question for Sean uh, to Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. Nathan. Sean, are you still confident right now that this is a, a, a championship defense and maybe particularly a championship secondary? Oh, yeah, definitely. If if you just go from the first half, it was, that was a championship defense. It's the second half. And it's just not the defense. It's the team in total in the second half. We we got to put we gotta find a way to put points on the board. we got to find a way to stop missing field goals. we got to find a way to stop on, on defense in the second half. And that's been, that been all our games from game one to now. So. All righty, Sean. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. All right. After a quick break, we will be back with OSU head coach Ryan Day, running back Master Teague, and linebacker Baron Browning. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. Next to address the media is Ohio State coach Ryan Day. All right, Coach Day, thank you very much for joining us. We'll uh, let you start uh, with an opening statement if you'd like. Yeah, really, uh, really excited to be 4 uh, you know, Coming off the, the bye week there and um, just looking back on you know everything we've been through in the last few months to be 4-0, be first place uh, in the Big Ten East, big, big deal. Uh, couldn't be prouder of this team. Um, you know, I think when you get into a game like this, you know, either the emotions run high, but uh, most people don't know what these guys have been through. Um, they don't understand the sacrifices that have been made. They haven't seen their families in months. Um, they're when they leave the facility, they're isolated in their room, not allowed to go anywhere because of this virus. And this family is stuck together. Man, we we said going into the game, we just have to figure out a way to <clears throat> win this game. That's all that matters is that you win. And uh, you know, that's just the way that we were all brought up in playing sports. You win the game. That's it. Now, uh, there's a lot of things in this game that were unbelievable. I thought the start in the game was ridiculous. The energy that we came out with was uh, as good as I've seen. Um, we played really, really well in the first half. Came out, scored in the second half. We can talk about a lot of different things that went on really in that first half. But um, in my opinion, it was you know really dominated. And then. And then we let up some big plays and let them back into the game. And uh, we got to do, we got to figure out a way to, to close out games. This is kind of the second week now where we let a team hang around a little bit and uh, we got to get that fixed. But so many great things in this game. Um, Indiana is a good team. They, uh, 
you know, they're a top 10 team. So uh, this was not easy. And, uh, and I'm really proud of this team. We've got an opportunity this week and tomorrow to go back and watch the film and learn from it. Um, but to be 4-0 right now, after, you know, we weren't even playing football a few months ago. Now we're back in this thing and we're rolling. And again, really, really proud of this team and the coaches. All righty, we'll start the questioning with Jared Smalley, WCMH. Jared? Ryan, obviously you want to coach aggressive. Can you walk us through the, the sequence there, fourth down and a yard uh, around the seven-yard line? You decide you've got a young kicker. You, you decide not to kick it. You decide to go for it on fourth. You don't get it. Can you walk us through what you're thinking about in that moment? What yeah. What happened there? Yeah. Yeah. Always want to be aggressive. Fourth and one. Um, you know, we've gone for it before in those situations. We'll continue to do that. Um, always want to be aggressive. You know, I felt like at that point, um, you know, they were moving the ball pretty good. And I, I, I was worried that a field goal may not do it and wanted to be aggressive, wanted to go up two, two touchdowns. And uh, actually, you know, like the call. Uh, we've got to execute it better. But um, but either way, uh, that we know we're going to be aggressive in those situations. You know, looking back when you don't get it, sure, you know, you go kick the field goal. But uh, there's been times we've gone for it in those situations and got it, and then and then pulled away from teams. So um, always going to be aggressive, and then not second guess ourselves when it doesn't work. I will right, we'll go next to Austin Ward, Letterman Row, Austin. Ryan, I think most programs in the country would gladly trade positions with you to look at that, that stretch that you put together when it was 35-7, that's about as dominant as you could play. So is it a concern for you that you still are looking for this full 60 minutes uh, or, or are you pleased with what you can do when you're at your, your top gear there? Yeah, no, definitely not pleased. Um, well, long way from pleased. I mean, we got, we got ways to go, um, but we played four games. It's almost Thanksgiving. You know, and so it's just very, very bizarre. And there's just so much that has gone into the season that these kids have been through that, um, you know, to the average person, they don't quite get that part of it. You know, they wouldn't understand. Um, but, you know, when you're in an environment like this, you know, when there's no fans and you have to bring your own energy, they're just, it's just a different dynamic. And I think that's why you're seeing so much strange things that have gone on this year. Uh, not making excuses. I'm just calling it for what it is. And we have to keep growing and get better and learn to adapt in this environment. And it seems to me like whatever the reason is, we're, we're, we're just the last two weeks, we haven't been able to finish that. I, I, you know, we came out and scored right out of the gate in the second half. So I was jacked up. I thought we were going to run away with it. We didn't. So um, we got we to coach better and we, we got to execute better. All right, we'll go next to Bill Landis from The Athletic. Bill? Ryan, how would you assess the play on the back end of your defense and then also just, just how that's being coached at the moment? Yeah, I think a little inconsistent. There was some big plays there. That Sean Wade's pick six was huge um, you know, in the game. That was a big, big play. Anytime you get a defensive score like that, that was big. I thought when our defense got those stops after the interceptions um, and, and sudden change, that was really, really big. And I also thought um, that, you know, I think it was Marcus Hooker who got – they, it was a big play. We got them down. We created the fumble at the end of the half, going a two-minute drill and score right there. That, that was huge as well. Uh, but there was big plays. There was plays um, that, you know, really, if we don't give up those big plays, you, you probably run away with this game. But, but we did. We, we, you know, we, I think it's 400, yeah, 491 yards passing. I mean, that's, that's way too much. Um, good news is, you know, we, we obviously stopped the run. I mean, there was no run game at all. It was all passing. So, yeah, going to go back, watch the film, and kind of figure out, you know, where, where these issues are that are creating these big plays. Because when you, when you stop with the big plays, then, then you'll be in pretty good shape. But that's a, that's a part of playing great defense, and, and we got to get that changed. All right, next up, Dan Hope, 11 Warriors. Dan? 
Yeah, Ryan, just following up on that in terms of, you know, getting those 491 passing yards, do you think there's a, a consistent thing that your pass defense is struggling with or is it just kind of different things that teams are hitting you with each week? Yeah, good good question. I mean, I think there are some some probably things that we can look at that have been uh, repeating. Um, but I think there's also things that come, you know, show up, teams attack you differently and um, and so we got to get that, you know, like I said, we got to get it fixed. Uh, we got to really identify exactly that question. And anytime you have a problem like that, you, it's one of three things you say to yourself, you have the right personnel there. So you look at who's doing it. Uh, and then the second thing is, you know, what is the scheme? Is the scheme give our guys the best opportunity to, to, uh, to be successful? And then if both of those, those boxes get checked, then it goes coaching. Are we coaching it correctly? And so I think that's when you're trying to fix something, you have to identify one of those three things uh, it needs to get addressed or maybe a little bit of each. Um, and so that's that's what Sundays are for. And um, again, if you if you look at the first half, it's not like we're not capable of doing it because we did it. There was some really good football being played there for for a good chunk of this game. Um, so where, where are those those gaps that we need to fill in? We got time for two more. Uh, we'll go first to Bill Rabinowitz from the Columbus Dispatch. Bill. Yes, Ryan. Uh, Justin has obviously been very careful with the ball in his career here. Today, three picks. Uh, could you kind of assess his performance and, and the issues you saw in those interceptions in particular? Yeah, uh, really gutsy, really tough. I mean, he got hit today. We knew going in that it was going to be a high-risk, high-reward game. That's the way that they are and that uh, you have to continually be aggressive. Uh, the first the first interception really wasn't a great read by him. Um, he had Chris on the in cut. He thought he saw too high and went to a one high. Um, so I know he wants to have that one back. Uh, a few other ones, you know, I think he tried to force it a little bit too much. Um, you know, but overall, I, I thought he played really gutsy, made some big time throws. Um, and, and they, they were blitzing. We knew they were going to, they're blitzing every snap. I mean, literally every snap. So, uh, there was going to be negative plays. There was going to be some big plays. And that's kind of how it played out. And, you know, we did have 607 yards of total offense. So, uh, 300 yards, uh, rushing. Justin, um, you know, he went for 300 yards passing and 78 yards rushing. Uh, just amazing. Um, but certainly want to have those plays back and those interceptions back. But at the same time, you have to be aggressive and you, you have to, uh, go, you know, go at them. You can't be on your heels when you play against a defense like this. And so there's a lot, lot to learn from. But uh, overall, the production was, was really good. But we got to clean up those turnovers. I'll wrap up Coach Day with Doug Lamarice, Cleveland.com. Doug. Ryan, you referenced when you have an issue, you have to figure out whether it might be personnel, scheme, or coaching. I know this might be a tough question post-game. If you ever do come to decisions that it is personnel, how do you decide, what are those decisions like when, when you think, hey, you know, maybe in the middle of a season we have to put some different guys on the field? Are those difficult decisions to make, or is that just part of it? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, sometimes you have to make hard decisions. That's part of coaching. Um, and again, usually when you, when you assess something like that, it's not like, okay, it's only this. It's, it's usually a, a little bit of this, a lot of this, maybe a little, you know, a little bit here and there. Um, and, and if you, if you tighten up all three of those areas, usually you see improvement. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to put the best players on the field to make play. We, we believe in our guys. We have confidence in our guys. So, um, I'll be very surprised if we have to make any changes, but maybe we will. I don't I know. We have to watch the film and see because, I mean, you know, almost 500 yards offense in terms of passing is too much, and that's, that's not acceptable. So we got to get that fixed. Thanks, Ryan. Yep. Hi, Coach Dave. Thank you very much for your time. All right, guys. Thanks. Up next is running back Master Teague, who is coming off a career game for the Buckeyes. Thanks, 
Thank you, Master, for joining us. Uh, thank you. We'll start with Joey Kaufman from the Columbus Dispatch. Joe. Joey? All right, we'll go instead to Tim May from Letterman Row. Tim. Yeah, Master, you've got to kind of have mixed feelings, I think, a little bit. You had a career day today that uh, student body left that you guys ran uh, all the way to the end zone. Uh, that had to be a huge play, but there in the end, y'all couldn't just quite get that last first down you kind of need. Just what would just take me through your your feelings today? Do you feel like the running game got off the got off the bench, so to speak? Um, I'm sorry, I didn't quite get your question there. Can you repeat it? No, do you feel like do you feel like the running game did did get up and going today? I mean, especially you with a career high, uh, and I'm sure you guys would maybe like the last possession back uh, to get that last first down. But just what what's your take on how you played and how the running game played today? Yeah, you know, it's um, definitely, uh, I think, improving every week. Uh, you know, shout out to the O-line. They did a great job. We had a hard week of practice, uh, running hard, running behind our pass, blocking, you know. And so um, right now, uh, overall, I feel good about it. Of course, we'll go back to the film and see uh, little nuances that, you know, we can assess and get fixed and work on. Um, uh, but overall, you know, I feel good. I feel good. I feel great about it. You know, it's a blessing. Um, so Thanks, Ben. Yeah. We'll go next to Stephen Means, Cleveland.com. Stephen? Hey, Master, you carried it 26 times today. Um, just, did you feel like you could get in a groove today because you were you know, the constant running back out there and you were just able to just have the line share the carries? Yeah, uh, I think I, I did get in a good groove today. And, um, you know, um, you know, however that uh, would have looked like, I, I feel like I would have still produced. Um, but, yeah, uh, overall, I feel like I got in a good groove and was able to, um, you know, make plays and, and help the team win, come to a victory. So uh, I feel good about that. Is it easier to do that when you know you're going to just, just be the guy out there? Um, to, yeah, to a certain extent it is. Um, but, you know, I'm here to do whatever's best for the team. And uh, if the coaches feel like that's the best for the team, I'm willing to do that, go out there every time. Uh, if not, then, you know, whatever that uh, looks like, I'm willing to do it and continue to um, make plays and help the team win. All right, next up, Steve Hellwagon, 247. Steve? Hey, Master, congratulations on the win. Um, I think a lot of people with you taking over as the starter have been waiting for you to have that kind of breakaway type play. And that came, obviously, the 41-yard touchdown and it looked like the guys in front of the blocked it perfectly. Just uh, how good was that feeling to, to put away a long one? And do you feel that's going to be the first of several, hopefully, for you going forward? Uh, you know, that feels great. You know, that's one part, part of my game that I do have, and I, I have that capability of uh, a home run hitter, but just hadn't been able to uh, do that yet. So I was glad I was uh, I was able to do that today, and I'll continue to do even more. And, um, you know, just, again, shout out to the O-line. They did a great job, like you said, blocking on that play. All right, got time for two more. Uh, Brendan Gulick, Buckeyes Now, Sports Illustrated. Brendan. Master, obviously you guys tried to run the football as much as you can today, but Justin Fields was uh, under an awful lot of pressure when he was dropping back to pass. I'm curious if you can elaborate for us on, on how much emphasis you guys put into your pass protection preparation this week as a running back. Yeah, we, we, uh, we, um, it's probably one of the most um, that we've done that since I've been here uh, this week. We've, we worked a lot on that. We know that they're going to be coming hard, and they did, um, you know, uh, I've never been part of a game where they blitz that much, but I think it was a good experience, you know, um, just getting down and dirty and getting in the, in the, in the gritty of the game. Um, and so, you know, ho you know, 
I wish some of those things didn't happen, you know, some of those sacks, but uh, I'm just I'm just glad we came out with the victory and, uh, you know, Justin's feeling good. So, yeah. All right, and last question for Master will go to Spencer Holbrook, Letterman Row. Spencer? Master, when, when Justin's throwing a couple interceptions and, and you guys got the running game going, are you lobbying for more carries on the sidelines just to keep beating me, keep, you know, keep giving me the ball? Um, certain situations I might say, you know, you know, why don't we do this, do that, or you run this, or run that. Um, but for the most part, I'm just, you know, I believe in the coaches and I'm going to do, um, just be coachable. And whatever they have us do, uh, you know, I want to do great at it. Um, but like I said, you know, certain situations, you know, I like to see um, a certain type of run or, or me get the ball. Um, but, you know, it's a team game. And, you know, sometimes you just got to trust in the coaches, trust in players that we're going to make plays. And we did. And I'm happy. And, uh, you know, Indiana is a great team, uh, amazing team, uh, great competition. You know, we came in and we had a lot of respect for them. We knew that they were going to come out and play. They weren't going to quit. Um, and so I'm just, you know, grateful for the victory. Thank the Lord. All right. Thank, thank you, Master. Appreciate your time. Yeah, appreciate you guys. God bless. And finally today, we hear from linebacker Baron Browning. All right, Baron. thank you very much for stopping by. We will uh, open it up with um, Doug Lamarice, Cleveland.com. Doug. Baron, it felt like you had a lot of coverage responsibilities with what they were trying to do to you guys today. Uh, from your personal end of it, how do you think you did? And then in general, what did you think of the pass defense today? Um, I think uh, I got some areas I can grow in in a pass coverage game. Um, you know, kind of like the one instance where um, – they kind of ran uh, the little mesh route on number 10. He got in the end zone, kind of a little miscommunication with me and the safety on that. But just the pass game in general, I mean, we got some things we can clean up. But I feel like each week we uh, we get better, better in the area, and that's all that matters. You know, how can we be better than we were last week in the passing game and just overall as a defense? Thanks. <laughs> we'll go next to Austin Ward, Leonard Monroe. Austin? Aaron, you guys seem to really uh, be bringing that in- uh, energy in the first half. Just seemed to flag a little bit after that. How how can you sustain that for a four quarter game? I mean, just the willpower. I feel like to do it. I mean, we got to work on that uh, this week in practice. I mean, you know, it showed up in the Ruggers, and uh, it's just something we got to fix if we want to be the team we we know we can be when it's all said and done. All right. Next up, Nathan Barron, Cleveland.com. Nathan. Barron, in, in practice situations, are you guys getting the competition on the defensive side of the ball? throughout the roster for, for guys pushing maybe for more playing time or, or, or pushing to get on the field? Um, and maybe would that help address some of the situations that you guys are having on in past defense? Uh, can you kind of repeat that question? I kind of missed it at the beginning. Yeah, sorry. I just asked, uh, you know, are you guys getting the competition on the defensive side of the ball that you need in practice as far as more guys pushing to, to maybe get on the field and help address some of these issues with pass coverage? Uh, I definitely think we are. I mean, you know, that's a decision that's not up to me. That's up to the coaching staff. But I feel like regardless of who's in, you know, you got to step up. You know, we talk about competitive excellence. So your numbers call, you have to be ready. So and I feel like that's the area we just need to do better in also. All right, we'll go next to Dan Hope from 11 Warriors. Dan? Hey, Baron. You mentioned, you know, trying to get better every week. But obviously giving up 491 passing yards isn't what you guys wanted to do today. How much better do you feel like you guys have to get if you're going to be able to achieve your goals? 
I mean, we just got to keep getting better. I mean, I really don't know <laughs> what to, what to say to that question. I mean, we just got to look at the film and, and you know correct the errors. I mean, I feel like a lot was just you know miscommunication maybe, or you know thinking somebody else had that certain part of the coverage, or you know whatever the case may be. I mean, you know one little misstep or miscommunication, then you know you get a explosive play like that. All right, I got time for two more. Uh, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Bill. Yeah, Baron. How do you kind of leave this game? I mean, you you won, and that's the most important thing. But you also know that you've got to play better on defense as a group. I mean, I feel like just you know, for right now, you know, we got to win. You know, I feel like a lot goes into you know getting a win each week. So we're gonna enjoy that today. And you know, when we come back to work tomorrow, we're gonna address those issues and even you know moving forward into next week. I mean. You just got to take it one day at a time and, you know, correct as much as we can moving forward. All right. And last question for Barron. We'll go to Clay Hall, WSYX. Clay. Yeah, Barron, congrats. Uh, a lot of people were calling this separation Saturday, taking control of that East Division race. Uh, how big a hurdle did you clear today? I mean, how good does this feel to get this win? Uh, I mean, we knew Indiana was going to be a hard team to play. I mean, they play us hard uh, every year. You know, they're a great team. Got a great quarterback. So, I mean, it was a, definitely a big win. And I just feel like we got to keep taking it one game at a time because, you know, we still got Illinois and Michigan State. You know, Michigan is the Big Ten. So, you know, we just got to take it one game at a time and not try to look, you know, look forward and like we can just, you know, not, you know, jump that hurdle. So, gotcha. Thanks. Hey, Baron, thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you. 